0: the Bible Study Podcast, episode 345. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the Gospel of John with chapter 18. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We're continuing on the study of John, picking up with chapter 18, and this is going to be the night of the Last Supper, but starting with Jesus being arrested. Chapter 18, verse 1, when he had finished praying, Jesus left with his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was a garden, and he and his disciples went into it. Now Judas, who betrayed him, knew the place, because Jesus had often met there with his disciples. So Judas came to the garden, guiding a detachment of soldiers and some officials from the chief priests and the Pharisees. They were carrying torches, lanterns, and weapons. Jesus, knowing all that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, "'Who is it you want?' "'Jesus of Nazareth,' they replied." I am he, Jesus said. And Judas the traitor was standing there with him. When Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Again he asked them, Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they said. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. If you were looking for me, then let these men go. This happened so that the words he had spoken would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. Then Simon Peter, who had a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. Jesus commanded Peter, put your sword away. Shall I not drink the cup the father has given me? Then the detachment of soldiers with its commander and the Jewish officials arrested Jesus. They bound him and brought him first to Annas, who was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest that year. Caiaphas was the one who had advised the Jewish leaders that it would be good if one man died for the people. In my apologies here, I put last week's prayers, the three prayers we talked about, in the Garden of Gethsemane, and I forgot that John has those happening before they go to the Garden, not to be confused with the prayers that the other Gospels record in the Garden, so I may have mislabeled last week's episode. But in any case, it's more the prayers that matter than where they happened. And so they get to the Garden here, and Jesus is betrayed. John's account doesn't talk about Jesus being betrayed with a kiss by Judas, but Judas basically has brought these soldiers to the place where he knows that Jesus likes to go in the quiet, in the dead of the night, to arrest him when there are not crowds around. And that is one of the reasons that the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for someone who would be willing to betray Jesus, so they could catch him just this way. Yet we see some of the authority and presence of Jesus that even when they come and say, who are you looking for? And he says, looking for Jesus, and he says, I am he, that they draw back and fall to the ground. Just hard to imagine what kind of presence Jesus had, that even just announcing that he is the person they're looking for would cause them to have this reaction. But this is the man who has raised the dead, who has fed the 5,000, who has fed the 4,000, who has walked on water. And there is authority in what he says, even when he is being betrayed. The only sensible reaction, it seems, is Peter's. Peter, who's not going to let this happen, draws a sword and strikes off somebody's ear. And I don't want to give Peter a hard time here, Because I don't think his reaction is unnatural. I understand what he's doing. He's protecting Jesus as the way that he thinks he should. But it is not what Jesus wants us to be about. And Jesus, in his last miracle before his death, heals the ear of somebody who has come to help arrest him. Just as in his last words, he will forgive those who are killing him, Jesus is not who they think he is. And Jesus knows why they have come better than they do. He knows what's going to happen and why it's going to happen. And so he says, put it away. Should I not drink the cup the Father has given me? Put it away. Shouldn't I be obedient to the Father in being betrayed, in being betrayed even to death? Jesus isn't betrayed. Jesus isn't arrested because he couldn't defend himself. And that's kind of what he's telling Peter is that's not the reason this is happening. This is happening because of obedience. It's obedience that holds Jesus to the cross later on, not nails. And so he's put it away, Mm -hmm. Peter. That's not who you are. That's not who we are. That's not who I am. And so they arrest him and they take him to Annas. Now, Annas is an interesting character because the Romans wanted to make sure that the high priest position was one that could be used to influence the people as the head religious voice think of the voice in the Middle East when one particular imam says something, for instance, and it can cause problems with the government or whatever. This is the sort of thing that's going on that they were afraid of. And so they limited the high priest term to one year, but Anas has somehow managed to have his son-in-laws and his sons and all sorts of other people be high priest officially, but he seems to still be pulling the strings. And so To this spidery anise is where they first take Jesus. But the next part of this chapter doesn't deal with the trial. It deals with Peter. So Peter has just drawn his sword to protect Jesus. He's willing to protect Jesus. He's willing to fight. And so he doesn't just give up easily. He follows after And so we get this from verse 15. Simon Peter and another disciple were following Jesus because this disciple is known to the high priest. He went with Jesus into the high priest's courtyard, but Peter had to wait outside the door. The other disciple who was known to the high priest came back, spoke to a servant girl on duty there and brought Peter in. You aren't one of this man's disciples too, are you? She asked Peter. He replied, I am not. It was cold, and the servants and the officials stood around a fire they had made to keep warm. Peter also was standing with them, warming himself. Now, we think that other disciple was probably John. John doesn't mention himself in his own gospel. But he brings Peter in, and someone looks at him and says, Aren't you one of his? You're not with him, are you? And for the first time that night, Peter denies Jesus, just as Jesus has said he would. Meanwhile, that's actually what it says here in verse 19. Meanwhile, the high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. I have openly spoken to the world, Jesus replied. I always taught in synagogues or at the temple, where all the Jews come together. I said nothing in secret. Why question me? Ask those who heard me. Surely they know what I said. When Jesus said this, one of the officials nearby slapped him in the face. Is this the way you answer the high priest? he demanded. If I said something wrong, Jesus replied, "Testify as to what it testify as to what is wrong." But if I spoke the truth, why did you strike me? Then Annas sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now, notice first of all, they're trying to question him, and he's right that he's been speaking out publicly. If there is something that he said that has gotten him in trouble, they would have heard it and they know would know what it is. But there isn't; they don't know yet what. To charge him with, but they've arrested him anyway. That's not the way that things are supposed to go. And also, they've taken him to somebody who's not in power. But note that somebody says, is that the way to talk to the high priest? Well, he's not the high priest anymore, not officially at least. But they take him then to Caiaphas. But on the way, we get this. Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself, so they asked him, You aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest's servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again Peter denied it, and at that moment a rooster began to crow. John adds that detail that we don't get from the other Gospels, that that third person... Recognize Peter as one of the people with Jesus in the garden, with a person who, in fact, who drew the sword and cut off his relative's ear. That's something that would make you remember somebody. Again, now for the third time, Peter has denied Jesus, and then the cock crows. It's interesting that John doesn't talk about Peter's reaction, although we've already heard that in the other Gospels, but Peter at this point now knows that he is not true to what he said. He said, Peter, who was willing to fight, Peter, who was never going to deny Jesus, has now denied him three times. This is not going to be a great weekend for Peter, not at least until Sunday. I think we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast with that, and we'll start next week with Jesus' trial. If you have any questions, feel free to send an email to host at or leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at chris 2 X, and as always...